0: Hello and welcome to the podcast All In Your Mind. My name is Sean Fitzgerald and I would like to introduce you to a world of short tales played out through drama and fiction. The initial dramatic tale Abel Kane, unfolds through a story of despair and regret on the high seas. Thank you for listening. In a producer's note, Abel Kane was recorded as a live analogue production. Charlie, no, Charles. Yeah, that's better. Charles Kane, SS Minerva, 29th of March, 1984. Fifth day afloat. Five days since you went down. Funny, it seems so long ago. Almost like a bad nightmare. It was just you and me, Johnny Abel, out of a crew of 36, just two survivors. 34 lost to the cruel sea and the scavenger sharks. But I suppose they weren't the first, and they certainly won't be the last. And you, Johnny, you couldn't last long either. Two days afloat and you stopped fighting. Just as well, really, eh, Johnny? Both of us wouldn't have survived on these rations, you being a big lad and all. Charles Kane, SS Minerva, 3rd of April, nineteen hundred and eighty-four. Tenth day afloat, that bloody dream again last night, each day we get further away from the disaster the closer I get to it in the night, it's horrible, but Johnny, you're my saving grace, do you know that, yeah Johnny, I look at you and I think at least I can wake up from my nightmare, (laughs) is there a god Johnny, you're always very religious, but well, by now you'd know if all them priests had been lying to you all this time. Wouldn't it be ironic if you came back as a fish? Now that would be funny. Charles Kane, SS Minerva, 5th of April, 1984. 12th day afloat. Johnny has started to smell. Yeah, you, Johnny. You stinky rotting bastard. I can smell it and so can all the creatures in this cesspit. The scavengers hover both above and below. The sharks, the latest edition They can smell death from miles away. That smell, Johnny, your smell, brings back memories from my childhood. My father used to work on the trawlers, gutting the cod. He used to smell like you when he'd come back after three weeks at sea on one of them factory ships. He said he couldn't smell anything. I always knew he was lying. Because if I had to smell anything like you, I'd try to ignore it as well. By the way, Johnny, you know you always look so pale. Never used to get any sun. You've gone a lovely shade of crimson over the last few days. Whoever said there's no improvement in a dead man, you look much healthier, Johnny. Pretty about the smell though. We can't have everything though, can we, Johnny?
1: Abandon ship. Abandon ship. Abandon ship. Abandon ship. Abandon ship. Abandon ship.
0: Charles Kane, SS Minerva, 8th of April, 1984. 15th day afloat. Life is becoming a dream, a very bad dream. My nightmares seem to be intruding onto the reality I think I existed. The sinking and you, Johnny. Yeah, you. I know you can hear because you were speaking to me last night. You said you didn't like being dead. It was like being trapped in a telephone box with no door and cut wires. You wished you were alive. It looks as if the church has a, had a joke on your account. Sad, isn't it? I must have a word with you about personal hygiene, Johnny. Not only do you smell, but you also fall into pieces. I really must protest, Johnny. We must do something about your face. Your skin is beginning to peel away from your cheeks and your eyes are becoming a pulpy mess. If you don't look after them, that big albatross is going to start feasting on them. I'm already having to fight them off. I'm becoming too tired. I haven't much energy left. The food ran out a couple of days ago, I haven't much water. What what was that, Johnny? Rescue? I wouldn't count on it. Get off me! Get off me, you bastards! Stop pecking me! Eat eat Johnny, he's dead, he he won't mind. Just just get off me! No, no, I, I won't abandon ship, never. I'm not going to feed the sharks leave me leave me alone leave me alone leave me alone please 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 please, please. Charles Kane SS Minerva 13th of April. 1984, 20th day afloat. I thought I was dead, Johnny. I half hoped that I was, but I shouldn't have to worry much longer because this morning the water ran out. I haven't eaten for seven days. I feel so weak. I can't even move fast enough to catch one of those scavengers that devour your face day after day. I don't even know if I could eat anything, let alone a raw bird. It'll probably make me sick anyway. I've tried using you as bait for fish. Hope you didn't mind me trailing your arm in the water. You can't be very tasty though. No takers, only sharks. They're too big and too tough. All I can do is lie in this boat and think and talk. My whole body is exhausted and deprived. I've tried drinking my urine, but I haven't had a piss for days. All my fluid seems to get wasted in sweat. It's not that hot, but I think of a fever. The other day, I even considered taking a bite out of you, but decided against it, probably give me food poisoning. If I have to end it, it'll be quick. No slow death for me, I've suffered enough.
1: Abandon ship Abandon ship, Charlie. Abandon ship. Abandon ship, Charlie. Abandon Charlie. Abandon, Charlie. Abandon, Charlie. Abandon, Charlie. Abandon, Charlie. Abandon, Charlie.
0: Charles Kane, SS Minerva, fifteenth of April, nineteen hundred and eighty-four. Twenty-second day afloat. Well, Johnny, they say they say seawater kills you, but surely a little bit can't hurt. There it goes. It's salty. Tastes horrible in fact. Oh, I think I'm gonna be sick Johnny. (coughs) Oh God, that's awful. I feel awful Johnny. What do I do Johnny? I don't wanna die here in the middle of nowhere. Who, Who will know? Who will let my sister know? I don't don't want to die all alone. I must pull myself together, mustn't I, Johnny? I mean, I could be rescued at any time. If I'm in a shipping lane, I'm bound to be picked up sooner or later. That's more like it, isn't it, Johnny? I have to think positive. It's the only way I'll survive. Yeah, that's it. Think survival. I was thinking survival, Johnny, on that second day, after we had to abandon ship. Survival, I thought, with the amount of food and water we had, would not be long for both of us. I decided, Lord Nature, survival of the fittest. You shouldn't have gone to sleep, Johnny, on that second day. You shouldn't have given me the chance to do it. Do what? You know exactly what. While you slept, I'd taken a knife from the survival kit and crept slowly, ever so slowly, across the lifeboat so as not to rock it and disturb you. Johnny, you look so peaceful, with your head draped over the side, with your hair dangling in the water. You still looked peaceful when I slit your throat. Your eyes fluttered a little, but the only real movement was that of the red life spewing from the wound in your throat. One night to die, the moon was full, rippling, It's reflection across the dark abyss that your head just hung there with your new mouth gaping for air, still air of a beautiful night. You thought you'd died in your sleep, but I knew better, and now you do too. What do you think, Johnny? Don't make a good good job of it. I tell you this for nothing. You definitely got the better deal. Although you look a bit of a mess, it's nothing saving water and a plastic surgeon couldn't clear up. I know what you think, Johnny. You think I'm delirious, loopy, rather twist, mentally deranged even. I've got to hand it to you. You're probably right. It's talking to a stiff for 20 days that does it. Yes, you bastard. You're the cause of all this. I was perfectly sane when I dragged myself into this lifeboat, and now looks what's happened thanks to you. Johnny, you're so fucking heartless. I bet you blew up our ship, didn't you? Go and admit it. There's no use in denying it. Don't give me any hard luck story. I've heard it all before. That's better. A bomb in the engine room, fighting for a cause. So this cause was worth the lives of 34 your workmates. And what organisation were you involved with? What? How the hell did you get mixed up with that bunch of fanatics? I mean, you're not even one of them. You're British. or well, at least you were. Religious fanaticism has a lot to answer for in this world. And I wonder how many others. At least my conscience can let me enjoy now what I did to you.
1: Charlie Kane. Abandon all hope here. Abandon all hope here. Abandon all here, 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 here. here.
0: Charles Kane, SS Minerva, eighteenth of April, nineteen hundred and eighty-four. Twenty-fifth day of folk. Well, Johnny, today you'll achieve your aim. All the crew of our vessel will be dead by nightfall. I hope you're pleased with yourself. You seem to have assumed a grin on what's left of your face. Is that at me or you? Anyway, it doesn't really matter, does it? You finished me off the other day. That argument left women. Left me with neither will nor strength to continue the futile struggle against the inevitable. This past 25 days, I've seen to have paid for my less than perfect life over and over again. I think it's time I called it a day, don't you, Johnny? I thought so. Au revoir, life. I will be back. Hello, Mr Shark.
1: Abel Kane was written and produced by Sean Fitzgerald and portrayed by David Gaffney.
0: I'd like to express my gratitude to David Gaffney for his captivating performances, Abel Seaman Kane. You have been listening to the first episode of All In Your Mind. Join me again in the near future for more audio-based fiction and dramatic tales.